Ah, it's moving. <laughs> um, yeah, it feels like it's kind of Today's episode, we're going to talk about who, uh, we will read the other part of Superman, Superman Lives tomorrow. Uh, it's been, it's been a very, Last week was written. Uh, this weekend was one of the cats that I had, had a kitten. Um, that, that to me was really awesome. And uh, just, I was kind of happy about that. Very adorable. It's an orange cat. Solid orange cat out there. Um, you know, adorable. Like right? the the mama cat was, yeah, is very skittish, but at the same time, very. The kitten, it's a cat that does, does not want. Like it comes and especially when I have. It's one of those crazy things. Taking care of kids. Kind of funny though, because like a lot of my family members. You know, like. I. But. Sorry. I gotta get a new mic. Seriously, I gotta get a new mic. Um. So. I am one of those, I'm one of those people that I, I love cats, just because they're like one of the most calming animals, you know, I mean, I have dogs, Lilo and Stitch, uh, Stitch was, yesterday I had to give Stitch a haircut, the first thing I take him to, uh, the woman who, uh, does grooming, has been backed up due to, um, Reopening and all that, like, and uh, how many people can come in to their store and their shop to get their pet groomed? So it's it's one of those things, like, I mean, especially like she has to, like follow new guidance and uh, rules from COVID and all that shit. Um. You know, it's one of those, it's one of those things, like, it's just, it, it aggravates me how, you know, things, it, it aggravates me, like, to the point of, like, how many things you can do now, like, and, like, I, I'm one of those people who I seriously believe that this whole COVID thing has passed out of just one, with, like, rules and things like I, I I get annoyed with people who are like you know, you know I don't know or just weird <laughs> especially like that so I had to give Stitch a haircut because uh, 
I got I had to cut his hair short because he had long hair. It's like he can't take the humidity and heat at his age. Um, so I had to like cut his hair short, and that was something else. Like, the woman who does the video, the DVD of the like the kid, the air makes it look so simple and easy. It is not. <laughs> Especially when you're cutting the hair of a 12-year-old Shih Tzu who is angry, grumpy, and, you know, as he is. Like, I got bit in the hand by this dog. Then he bit the brush. Because, I was, you know, I had to brush his... No fur, and I had to cut it. Like, he was just like, well, I'll be honest with you, he's an asshole. <laughs> like his owner, he's like me. He, I, I'm an asshole to people, but he just like bit me in the hand. And I had to like continue cutting his fur. And it was not fun, folks. It was not fun at all cutting this dog's hair. Like, I mean, I had to, I had to, get, I mean, I understand he doesn't like getting a haircut. I mean, I had to get a hair, I got a haircut this weekend, uh, you know, and, I mean, I cut my hair really, I had my hair cut short, like, really short. Um, like, I had long hair now, like, really short stuff. And, I understand that. Like, I don't like my hair cut, you know, my hair being cut at all. On sitting there, and you just have it. But luckily, um, now, like, I know what I want my hair now to be from now on. Like, yeah, really short and stuff. Like, you know. But he was not fun at all <laughs> to get his hair cut. Um, like, it, that was a challenge. Like, that was just an upright challenge. Yeah, and you know it's just it's one of those things. Like you just and finally it's like it's cut really short. He looks decent. <laughs> Does he look good? Uh, some people it could be like you know it's like one of those things like you notice something just sticks out to you. Like, other people like it's fine, it's good. It's not. So. So, anyway, so anyway, I got uh, new comics, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I got, I went to uh, Walmart and I bought like the comic book pack. Yeah, it was like the pack here. You get the, you get the um, poster, mini poster with it, which is really cool. It's it's one of those cool things I I highly recommend to people like if you go to Walmart you can get like some cool comics and stuff. It's the first time I've ever seen it. Um, <laughs> and I will talk about the Harley Quinn show and stuff. Like I I finally watched the episodes. Uh, I fell behind watching it, and uh, I finally did. It was not. 
that's not bad. I, I will say this, like the, the show ended uh the season ended on a I don't know how to describe it. It ended on a um for me it just it ended like sort of like a how a um it ended kind of like a you know a firework it just ended and you're like oh that was it that's kind of how it ended Alright, my my nose is going to stop us. Anyway, uh, Harley Quinn season two ended uh, episode thirteen, Runaway Bridesmaid. Um, watching it, it, the show ended, the season ended in my opinion, kind of like, um, kind of like how a series finale ends. It just it ended like. Like a cliffhanger season finale, like a possibility of another season. Um, of course, Harley and Ivy got together. I know a lot of people are like celebrating it and stuff. But to me, it just it ended like it honestly ended like that. They were like, you know, like this is how the show will end, type of thing. And that's just what it sort of felt like. It felt like it, that was how it was going to end. Like it was just like they're series finale type thing. Um, it was kind of a disappointing season, I'll be honest with you. Season 2 was kind of like a very boring, disappointing season. It just was not... I mean, there were some good episodes in it, like the Batman episode, Catwoman showing up, um, Batgirl episode. Uh, I love the, when the Justice League showed up. That was pretty cool when they returned and that was pretty funny and cool. Um, but it was just like the show itself. Like, Harley Quinn, I, I'll be honest with you. Harley Quinn in this season is just very unlikable. Like, I just did not really like the character. She was annoying, selfish, you know, type of character. And it just was so fucking boring. Like, Harley Quinn became... Harley started out like this fun, cool character first season, then she just became a boring, hateful bitch of a character. And it, it just, it's sort of like she didn't give a fuck about her team members at all. And it was just like watching, it's just like, no wonder Dr. Psycho fucking hates you. It's like you, she really didn't care about her team members and stuff. It just was all about her and stuff and it just what that's what annoyed me about it. it was just like the thing that made the show the first season great was the people the characters around her you know the characters around her made the show interesting and fun and it just became you know about her all about her in the second season and stuff and the thing about it is, like, the characters in Gotham, from, you know, all of them make the show interesting. They make what's so great about Gotham is each character has their own 
uh, interests. And I know that a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, it's Harley Quinn's show. It's about Harley Quinn. What do you expect? It's like, it's like when you watch the show, um, The Office, The Office, you know, it isn't just about, it isn't just about Michael Scott. It's about Dwight. It's about Jim. It's about Pam. It's about, um, all of them. It's about the office itself. You, know, you have Creed. You have, um, I think Stanley. And you have Phyllis. And you have, you know, all of them. Oscar. And you have all these characters that are interesting. And... You, you watch The Office to see what each character is going to do in the show. You isn't you ain't just sitting there to see what Michael Scott's going to do. It's like when you watch the pilot episode, you got to know Michael Scott. But also he introduced you to the other characters in The Office. And you got to follow each of the other characters about what they're doing in life. What they're doing in The Office. That's what made it interesting. When you watch Harley Quinn, you got to meet all these other characters. And you really start to like all these other characters, and you really want to know how all these other characters are going to progress in the show. Harley is just one of those characters that just does not progress quickly in the show. But she does right in the second season. She just, you know. And when you see them, it's just like she realizes, like, she doesn't. I, I, I know that. Harley cares about the other characters, but she is just very selfish. She's like the Joker, honestly. And you know in the second, you know, in the third season, if they possibly if they probably do a third season, they're probably going to announce it at DC Fandom that they're going to do a third season. I mean, for fuck's sake, Doom Patrol got its second season. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. Um, but you know they're going to give the show another season. I mean, it's already on HBO. It's going to be on HBO Max, so they're going to give it a third season. Um, but you know in the third season, like if the Joker pops up and wants Harley back, Harley's going to immediately jump back to the Joker. She's one of those characters that kind of falls back into the um, you know, box. The character doesn't come out of the box. It doesn't stand out in the box box you know um you know she will probably we all know it even though she says she loves it so anyway uh did i enjoy the season two ending and all that honestly no i really didn't enjoy it um I got bored of the show. I mean, to be honest with you, like I, I honestly did. I I, I got bored watching, um, season you know season two of it. It's just you know it's my opinion of it. Um, it's kind of like Hamilton. I never watched Hamilton, but it was so fucking boring. <laughs>
Oh. Here's a rumor that's sticking out to um, The Flash. The Flash, Michael Keaton's Batman will be influenced by Kingdom Come. New rumors suggest that Michael Keaton's Batman character and The Flash will be based on the Kingdom Come storyline. Michael Keaton's Batman, uh, sorry. According to Jeremy Conrad's DCE mythic, Michael Keaton's bat suit will be heavily inspired by the one Batman dons in the 1996 limited series Kingdom Come. While it's unclear if the ectoskeleton that Bruce Wayne surgically implanted into his body will be shown, the suit will feature heavy armor that replaces the replace the bulletproof Batman replaced the bulletproof Kevlar in the Batman. While it's not set in stone, Keaton is expected to return to the role of Batman after appearing in the 1989 Batman and the 1992 classic Batman Returns. I had to turn classic because that film is classic. Uh, the DC Extended Universe is looking to create an older version of the character who will act as a guide to Ezra Miller's The Flash, as well as other DC heroes, similar to Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One thing that kind of, uh, for me, that kind of sucks is that uh, Affleck's Batman won't appear, which kind of, like, to me, I, I'm happy that Michael Keaton is returning as Batman. I would love to see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer come back as Catwoman. I think, honestly, that would be really the coolest thing ever. Um, in my opinion. I, I would love to see that. I would love to see, uh, you know, other references. from like, I would love to see, like, references to, like, even Batman Forever. Like, just my opinion. Uh, Kevin Conroy did play Batman in the, um, CW's Crisis on Infinite. Uh, he, I, I know a lot of people love Kevin Conroy, his portrayal of it, but it just, like, he, in my opinion, just wasn't convincing as, as Batman. I know there's going to be a lot of people who will debate me on it, like, saying, Kevin Conroy deserved it, he was awesome, you know. Like, I watched it, and he just didn't, like, I had a hard time believing he was Batman. <laughs> I mean, the voice of it, I could believe. You know, but when you look at him physically, it's just like, there is no way that this dude was Batman. He's too skinny. <laughs> Bane can break him like a toothpick. <laughs> like, it's like, seriously, like, I, I just had a hard time believing it. I mean, Michael Keaton, you can believe. Because Michael Keaton looks fucking crazy. Like, it, he has that expression and look of, like, I am fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he's the kind of person that you would not want to get into a, uh, you know, a uh, fight with. Like, you know, like if you got into like a, a car accident or something, like you had uh, your rear ended him in a car, like you hit the back of his car, and he gets out, you be you be will you will be immediately like shit, like this dude's fucking crazy. Like, like, I I have a I, I have a hard time believing Kevin Conroy would hurt somebody. 
I honestly do. Um, I just, I have a hard time believing it, in my opinion. You know, Michael Keaton, I could believe that he would beat somebody up. You know. <laughs> so for me, I, I'm happy that, you know, Michael Keaton's coming back like Batman. I, I immediately, when I heard about it, I was just like celebrating. Like, I was just happy that his Batman was coming back. And it's one of those things, like, I... I was talking about, I was talking uh, to my dad about it, actually. We were talking about, you know, uh, what the Flash movie is going to be. He was asking me about it. Like, that guy saw something on Facebook about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I was just like, yeah, you know, he's going to be uh, in the Flash. The Flash goes to, like, the other multiverse and stuff, like, uh, to interact with other heroes and stuff. Like, he did it in the Crisis on Infinite Earth. He's like, that, that episode? I was like, yeah, he met the other Flash. <laughs> Uh, he met TV Flash. So, you know, and I was like, yeah, they're talking about possibly doing uh, Batman Beyond where Michael Keaton's Batman is retired and he's no longer Batman and a younger Batman takes his place and he has a mentor and train that fucker to be Batman. And my dad was just like, that sounds boring. I was like, well, they made an animated show of it. He goes, I remember it, but it was just boring. Like, and I, I said to him, like, I agree. Like, <laughs> like I want to see old man Batman. I want to see old man Batman beat up people. Like, I don't want to see a younger Batman. That's the thing I loved about a Ben Affleck Batman was just like, this dude was almost in his 50s and he's beating the shit out of him. I mean, in the warehouse, he killed a dude. <laughs> he threw a crate at him, and the guy hit a brick wall. There was no way that dude was surviving. But, I mean, I want to see old man Batman beat the shit out of some people. Like, can you imagine, like, I mean, we all saw young Batman beat up people, but you never got to see Batman who's, like, in his 40s, 50s, or 60s beat the shit out of somebody. Like, you never got to see that. I mean, that's the thing I loved about the movie Logan, was just, like, you got to see old man Wolverine, or old man Logan, you know, fight people, you know, come up with the, you know, its claws and all that. Like, I want to see old man Batman. I just, I want to see that movie. Like, I want to see three films of old man Batman before he retires. Hell, I would love to see old man Batman with a walker beat somebody up. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. And there's going to be some people like, that's stupid. But for me, it's just like, come on. I mean, have we all want to see an old superhero just beat the shit out of somebody? I mean, that's what's cool about it. I mean, you got to see, like, Superman be old and fight Shazam in Kingdom Come. Why not have, like, old man Batman beat the shit out of a mutant leader? I mean, I've been waiting years for that. <laughs> I've been waiting. Like, old oh, man, Batman's gonna come back. <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Michael Keaton as an older Batman in a world where everything has changed. I mean, that's what I loved about, you know, Affleck's Batman. I mean, we got to see this guy take on other villains and stuff. And all of a sudden, all these metahumans show up and he's just like, what the fuck is this shit? And he has to, like, be in a world now 
where he's surrounded by metahumans, a Kryptonian alien, an Amazon goddess, a, a, a speedster, a dude who lives in water, a dude who's half human, half cyborg, um, a Martian manhunter, you know, that's a Snyder cut, and a dude with a green ring. Like, come on, that would be awesome. Like, how does Batman be like, man, I'm around a bunch of people? <laughs> like, come on, like, I want to see that. That's what I've been waiting for. And I have nothing against the Robert Pattinson Batman. I know Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be in another universe. He's in his own world now. It's kind of sad, and it sucks, that all of a sudden, like, after one movie, pretty now redeemed by a great movie on HBO Max in 2021, it sucks that you're not going to see Batman in a world where he's around, you know, speedsters and stuff. Like, and it sucks that Ben Affleck's no longer Batman. But, damn. I mean, we got Michael Keaton coming. I mean, that's awesome. But it sucks that you're not going to see Affleck back as... Batman, because that Batman movie drove that poor guy into relapse, drinking stuff, like, and, and it sucks, you know, like, I, I always wanted to see Ben Affleck play a superhero after Daredevil, because Daredevil was good, but, man, it just sucked the life out of people, that and Jennifer Lopez, you know, she sucked the life out of people. I mean, shit, she wrote A-Rod to retire, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he well, either way, A-Rod was going to get retired. That or he's going to spend the rest of his career being beamed by baseballs. One of the two. But, you know, I mean, it sucked that, you know, Ben Affleck's not Batman. I mean, I, I, I've been waiting years to see Batman in the Justice League, you know, Justice League Unlimited. Like, after seeing Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, I was like, man, I want to see Batman in a world, you know, with, with other heroes, you know, Superman, you got Wonder Woman, you got Green Lantern, hopefully John Stewart, Green Lantern, like, that's like another one, like, you know, like, you know, people want to see Michael B. Jordan in, in a superhero film, shit, let that dude play Green Lantern, John Stewart, like, that is my favorite version of Green Lantern, like, I, 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 I like Hal Jordan, um, Kyle Rayner and all that, but, John Stewart Green Lantern is like my favorite. Like, like I, I never, I never watched, I never knew about Green Lantern until like I saw Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Like when I saw John Stewart Green Lantern, I was like, that dude is awesome. I mean, you know, like he was just awesome. You know, and for me, like I, that's like my favorite Green Lantern. And it sucks that he doesn't have his own, you know, comic book series. And I'm not saying this because he's a black character, but it's just like he would be awesome in like his own comic book series. Like, and you know, like I, I, I just I love the character, and he like he deserves a lot. Like, it's awesome that Static Shock's coming back, Icon and Rocket. You know, uh, but John Stewart Green Lantern like deserves to be on the big. Like, he deserves to be on the big screen and stuff. Like, he's an awesome character. He really is. And I would love to see, like, Michael B. Jordan play him. Because, you know, Michael B. Jordan's a good actor. Like, he's really great. And I know a lot of people are like, we want to see him Superman. But this is like, fuck Superman. Like, he'd be the first dude to play John Stewart. Why would you want to give him 
a character that's already been done by other actors and shit like you know and, and the thing is it's just like that character deserves to be on the big screen you know the green lantern johnster static shock like i will tell you this if you give static shock his own fucking movie there would be people to pay money to see it i'd be the first person in line to see that movie like i would i would wear a face mask just to see that fucking movie you know, and you know, I you know, I look forward to seeing Wonder Woman in the theaters. Like I I wanna see that movie. Um you know, like I I think it's gonna be awesome, you know, to see Wonder Woman eighty four and stuff like I mean I, I seen the trailer and I just kinda like you know, it looks like a fun movie. Like Aquaman was fun to see. Um you know, I, I still have my popcorn bucket. <laughs> It was kind of funny though, like that. I remember me and my dad went to go see it, um, which was pretty dope. It was a, it was really awesome uh, and stuff. And it was like close to my birthday. Like the movie came out in December. It was like close to my birthday and stuff. And I was like, "Can you give me a popcorn bucket for my birthday?" My dad was like, "I don't. I didn't bring popcorn." <laughs> and he lied about it. <laughs> Which is pretty fucking funny. Uh, I was like, and I bought the, I was like, I, I want the Aquaman popcorn bucket. My dad's like, can you get me a soda? He's like, I'll pay you for it. I was like, you didn't bring your water. And all of a sudden, like, after we, after we walked away from it, like, I got the popcorn and he got the soda. He's like, and he went in his wall, he got his wall out. He's like, here's, I'm like, you, he goes, what? <laughs> Like, like, I had to pay for a soda. I'm just like, I was like, I asked for a popcorn bucket. He goes, well, you got it. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> it was just like, you really do. So that, that was pretty fucking funny. That that's so. Like that, that to me was funny. So anyway, let's get to the comics. Um, I was still stopped up. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I got the uh, Batman comic, Batman Smile Killer, uh, from DC Black Label. I I ordered this book. I was I was excited for it because Jeff Lemire wrote it, and Jeff Lemire is a really good writer. Um, I. I got to read part of uh, the Joker series he did, and I really liked. I liked it. It was very psychological horror, which I love. And
So I read the book, and it reminded me of uh, um, what's it? It was. It reminded me of like a lot of people say Black Mirror, and I never seen Black Mirror, but it reminded me of that season one of Channel Zero. I think that's what it's called. Uh, where it's about this dude who remembers this '80s like uh, TV show that you know that creeped him out and stuff like. It reminded me of that, like, it, it reminded me of that story, and it was really, like, a good show and stuff. It's on sci-fi, I think it's still on sci-fi, I think on Hulu, but it's really a good show, um, very creepy and stuff, and it reminded me of that, like, some odd reason, and I really, I really liked it, um, I highly recommend, uh, Batman the Smile Killer, like, it's very scary. Like, I ain't gonna give anything away. I will just say this. When you read this, you will be shocked by this book. Like, you will be you will be reading this book and you'll be like, and there's a lot of twists and turns and like, I mean, there, well, there is a big twist in the book. Um, but it is a very, it, it's very, it's a very good book. Like, I I can't highly recommend it enough. Like Jeff Lemire really gets into the character. The character has a very raw, you know, story to it, and I really dig um, the artwork. The artwork's really cool and stuff. So I highly recommend it. Uh, it's one of those. It's by far, I think, one of the best books of 2020 so far. Um. It's one of those, it's really good. Like, I, I highly recommend it. So, I I love the the psychological story to it. Like, you get really into, like, deep into the character. Um, it's a very interesting take of Bruce Wayne. Very creepy. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I got a four-pack book. Uh, four packs from uh, Walmart. Um. Uh, I decided to see what they have up there yesterday. Um, and I got some cool books. Uh, I got two variant covers, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Justice League 45. Flash 753. Uh, Green Lantern Season 2, number 3. I have not uh, read the first season of Green Lantern. Hawkman. Hawkman 23. I didn't even know they did a Hawkman comic. Now I want to read it. <laughs> That's one character I would love to see. Uh, they mentioned Hawkman. Pretty weird. Man of Steel. They mentioned uh, Homeworld. And uh, I kind of want to see... I know it was pretty cool seeing Hawkman. I think they had him in the uh, Justice League. Pretty cool. And uh, I got the poster. The... Uh, cool poster that creates I think that's so cool about their posters and stuff it's like one poster creates and it shows like it creates like a bigger poster it's like a puzzle like you get one poster and it creates like this giant like you get them all and it creates like this giant poster I really love that I think it's a really cool way to get people to buy it stuff so I I highly recommend um Smile Killer really good book um I can't wait to read the uh, the variant covers I got, which is really cool with the pack. 
you get the variant covers. I got the Hawkman variant cover and the Justice League variant cover. So that to me is what makes it cool. I'll be right back. Somebody's walking in the fuck. That's the thing about it. I don't like people walking my uh, I'm one of those weird people. <laughs> so anyway. Weird though, it's like fucked up. Like so they were like my fucking yard. I was like, really people? Like I don't walk in your yard. So anyway. So I recommend the books, uh, Smile Killer, especially. Amir writes a really interesting take. Kind of continues on from Joker book. So, his Joker book. So, so anyway, um, I haven't read the Green Lantern, Green Lantern one since uh, Grant Morrison writes it, so I haven't read it. So, anyway, um, Let's get to the other one. Mm -hmm. oh, this was it. Giancarlo Esposito becomes Mr. Freeze for Robert Pattinson's Batman and New Fan Art. Dude, he looks fucking awesome. Mr. Freeze. I kind of want to. I want to see him as Mr. Freeze. Even though Michael Fassbender, I'd be like, I, I want to see Michael Fassbender as uh, Mr. Freeze. 
but uh, Giancarlo Esposito, I think that'd be really cool. God, the final I hate country. Zack Snyder teases Dick Grayson's death will be explored and his Justice League cut. Uh, after Snyder revealed that the suit, the Robin suit that we saw in Dawn of Justice belonged to Dick Grayson, <laughs> he revealed that in the Justice League they will talk about it. Um, which he hinted at Vero, which I'm actually on Vero, by the way. Um, I'm on Vero, by the way, so you can follow me on there. I'm at Batman Year One, Batman Year Number One. I'm on there. On Vero. Um, I did change my name on Twitter, by the way, simply as Josh Upton. So you can follow me on there. I'm also on Parlor. By the way, Parler is this cool new um, alternative to Twitter, but much better. Um, <laughs> uh, at Batman Year One, also I'm on Parler, so you can follow me on there. Uh, I haven't wrote it. I posted a couple things. Um, I did write like eight days ago that the Trump rally was by far the best speech in a long time. Um, I did post some George Orwell quotes on there, so you can, um, so I did post a lot of George Orwell stuff. So I'm on there, so you can follow me on there. And my neighbors are kind of fucking shit. So anyway, uh, this episode's kind of short. And... Basically, there hasn't been a lot of news, so I can't wait to see what happens at the uh, fandom at um, DC. So, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, like, tomorrow we will read the Superman Lives script by Wesley Strict. I remember we were at on it, so I didn't read it. We're at the part where it gets to the baseball field. So, I will be back tomorrow. Uh, sorry, this is a short episode. I mean, the allergies and my fucking neighbors. I will be back tomorrow to do another episode. Um, and the reason my allergies are acting up is I'm running the air conditioning because it's fucking hot as hell outside. <laughs> so, anyway, I will be back tomorrow to read the um, Superman Lives script. So, I'll see you all tomorrow.